This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Day of September 2022. How you doing on this Tuesday morning? Good, good, good. I, I heard that. That's very good. That's very good. Glad you could join us on the Power Breakfast Show on Power 102 Digital. We got a Richards Twins in this morning. Yeah, we got Paul Richards. You just heard from him with our news brief. We'll hear from Richard Raghubar Singh hovering about. Yeah, always waiting to land. I don't want to tell him that he could beam on down, but I guess he'll figure that out by himself. We got Ruben in the house. Good morning, you, Ruben. My name is Steve Kahn. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning. Right. Let's see what's happening on the highways and the byways this morning. Tuesday, usually the heaviest day for traffic, so I'm getting some traffic from Mauska towards O'Mara. And there's a little bunk incident. Yep, there's a bunk incident by the Omera Lights, a little minor one. All right, so that's right at the Omera Lights westbound. You're going to get traffic again from Maloney to Piaco, Trinity City towards UE, Eastern Main Road by Arima Old Road, busy as well, especially if you head through, to, through Takarigua towards Mokoya on the Eastern Main Road. Coming out of Trinity City, a bit busy. Out of Kelly is busy. Southern Main Road towards Chinchin, you got some. Let's head down to San Fernando and see what we got down there. Ooh, Bacchanal in South yesterday, boy. La Romaine. Kufa, towards Sugar Corners, you've got traffic. Then you'll step on the gas. And then you'll drive slowly until the Churchill Roosevelt Highway. Of course, um, you'll get your traffic as you head into Port of Spain. Late Rises, House in the West. I got nothing to tell you about. Nothing, nothing. You're pretty good there. All right, that's going to change in 15 minutes. But you knew that already, didn't you? All right. Let's do Sunday's hellos first thing this morning. Let's see, that's Monday, that's Tuesday. Can somebody find out where Kenny is? Kenny has not been on very long as well. Somebody tell us where Kenny is. Trev, Trev and Arima, good morning to you. First off the gate. Uh, finally a bride and not a bridesmaid. Finally, Trev, Trev. 
Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. You came in second at the midnight hour. Oh yeah, I was in La La Lana that time. Godzillian Valencia, Maria Marva, DX, Miss Ingrid in Tucson, Arizona, Oliver Man Warren, Ms. Maloney Dudu Wagwan. Peter and Judy locked on in Charlotte. Good morning to you as well. CJ New York. Good morning to you. Hope all is well. Let's see. Who else we got? We got Dennis. Good morning, crew. Uh, Miss Ingrid says, good morning, Ruben. All right, Miss Ingrid. He appreciates that. Oh, oh. Carol Guevara just peeked in. What one, Carol? What one? All right. And that's some um, folks that told us hello this morning. All right. 26 degrees. I thought it was very warm when I came out this morning. 26 degrees at Payaco International all right, so let me bring the guys in. Oh, guys, so far. Good morning, you, Paul Richards. Wagwan, Wagwan. I don't know about Wagwan, but good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Ruben Wendell's Richard. Good morning. It's Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Up and Adam, giving thanks in the land of the living. Yes, for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Quite I- an exciting day in South Trinidad yesterday. Boy, that is, I read that last night. That is a bacchanal. I saw the video. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. You understand it for me? Yeah, I, I was waiting for the video to come out. Well, it's on social media. Oh, I, I didn't get it. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm it's not on in, but, Facebook and some people's sites. But, you know, I'm Ooh. reading that story and I'm saying, allegedly, the mother worked inside and, oh, my gosh. But I'm not prone to hyperbole and supposition, so I'll wait for the facts. Yeah, wait for the facts myself, but boy, oh boy. Kudos to the TDPS. Good work, police. Good, kudos to Ooh, the TDPS. Good work, police. I think I should call the commissioner and tell them. Yeah, police jump out. People jump out. Good work, police. Yeah. You want to rob? Take on. Exactly. Let's call the commissioner and say, let's let's give praise where praise is due. We always yeah, don't. You want to rob? Take on. Yeah, yeah, let me see if I get them online. Let's see. That, I mean, but the unfortunate thing is condolences to the families of two security guards. Yeah, Who that's are the next also thing. deceased, who are also dead. And it was an armed robbery uh, outside Pennywise. Of course, when the security guards came out, they were ambushed by these four band- bandits. Yeah. And the police responded, gave chase and cornered the robbers under a house at Pond Street where the shootout occurred. Yeah. Uh, and of course, all the news reports indicate all suspects were shot dead. Mm-hmm. And a fifth captured. Well, yeah. From what I read. You must, oh, must shake up that last night. Oh boy, well, kudos, kudos, kudos. Yeah, I mean, you see, pretty ridiculous, man. Yeah, boy. You see, pretty disgusting and ridiculous. It's just, I mean, but it's sad to say, and I will say it, I don't care, I will say it. There are two big concerts this week, so I'm not surprised. Yes. Yeah, there are two big concerts Always on happens. Friday night. Always happens. Yes. There are two big concerts on Friday night. Mm-hmm. The robbery occurred at five when sales monies for the day were being moved from the compound by armed and uniformed mm-hmm. guards. Mm-hmm. Catch in transit. Yeah, the transfer. 
The security officers were leaving someone in a pickup when the criminals sprayed the vehicle with multiple rounds of gunfire. So they start by trying to kill people. Oh, yeah. When the guards opened the doors to get out, they were shot. Right? One of the bullets grazed the cheek of a primary school boy who was on the compound. Now tell me. Criminals grabbed the cash and escaped in a vehicle and proceeded along South Trunk Road. Uh, police responded. The, the management of the store locked and secured the building and called the police. Officers of the San Fernando CID, Southern Division Task Force, and other units responded within minutes and took two of the injured to the San Fernando General Hospital. That's on the security guard side. I'm understanding now from a newspaper report, a third guard, guard died at the scene. So three guards apparently died. Sad. Uh The police... Uh, followed the leads in terms of where the vehicle went, uh, led by Senior Superintendent Richard Smith, head of the Southern Division. They cornered them on Pond Street, just off La Romaine, and uh, suspects abandoned the initial getaway car along the M2 Ring Road and robbed a passing motorist of his vehicles. So the mm. point gunned vehicle, a real put movie thing, you know. Wee boy. And of course, they gave chase again and cornered them on Pond Street under a house. The shootout got intense, and four of them died. I'm glad no officers were hurt mm -hmm. in the in the exchange because it, I mean, think about it. So, good work, TTPS. Yes. Rex lost. Our condolences to the family of the security guards who lost their lives. Really, really tragic. So yeah, the targeting businesses now. We said so last week, you know. Yeah. Once there's a did. big concert coming up, I mean, people have unfortunately illicit means of getting money to buy tickets tragically. And we're gonna see a lot of robberies leading mm -hmm. up to the to the two concerts on Friday. One is at the Jean Pierre complex and one is at the Queen's Park Savannah. Sadly, it has become a trend that Leading up to big concerts, we see a spate of robberies. But again, I know condolences to the to the, the family. That's a really traumatized Pennywise staff as well, because the guards are associated with that Pennywise and unknown <clears> to the staff. So imagine that how traumatic that is when you outside the store you hear um, rapid fire, barrage of gunfire, rapid gunfire. And then you realize that, I mean, the, the, the money transfer is under attack, which means somebody was casing the joint for a while, clearly. Mm -hmm. Because well, that's what when, they said, huh? Then you went to, to, to appear and intercept the, the money transfer situation. Do you hear about these things in other Caribbean islands? Another child grazed. I mean, we had two incidents of children being shot in the last four to six weeks. Yeah. And now another child put in danger by these horrible bandits. I don't know. These the commissioner murderers. did say something. I'm going to get it here for you. I just hope nobody in jump. All these seven boys where the police didn't have to kill them. Hmm. I beg to differ. Okay, it wasn't there. Ah, here it is. I got it. Let's hear what the commissioner had to see. We just have to plug this in, put that up, right. 
the police responded and as I mentioned on the program through our grid system they coordinated tracked the vehicle followed the vehicle the men abandoned the vehicle robbed someone else of the vehicle and the police continued hot pursuit and they went shoot out with the police they, they entered a house in Naramein and uh, the gunfight continued at the end of it four of the assailants were killed by the police and at this point three AR-15 were recovered and one pistol the matter is still being investigated and is active as an active scene down in the southern area mm. AR-15s eh? <laughs> I know eh? AR-15s AR-15s imagine that Three AR fifteens. Very unfortunate. Yeah, that's that is unbelievable. Eh? I tell you, it's out of a movie. Yeah, it's out of a movie. But you know, we really have to congratulate the police for their quick response. Yeah. Uh, let me see if because again. you know it's it's have to it's sad to have to think this way, but I four less crosses on the streets who could rob somebody again next two years. Yeah, I mean I am all for, for for if they can apprehend and pass them through the criminal justice system where they will spend twelve years on remand and wait for prison and we had to feed them. But on the other hand, you shoot at people and kill people, so be your portion. So be your portion. Mm -hmm. Take on. But so I shouldn't be, you shouldn't be talking like that. And I'm frustrated. I'm a frustrated citizen also. So fed up. I'm a fed up citizen. I'm a frustrated citizen. So knock yourself out. You understand? Uh, so fed that's... Fed up for this uh, nonsense, man. You always have to look behind. Exclusive news yesterday. The drama in the House of Assembly continues. Congratulations to Faith, Dr. Faith B. as well, who is now the Deputy Chief Secretary of the Tobago House of Assembly, as uh, elected yesterday. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, someone on the floor tried to nominate Watson Solomon Duke again, which I didn't understand because he resigned. He re so clearly, I'm not going to tell you that. He resigned. It was just a disruption tactic, and then clearly. the presiding officer said, uh, you have to be a sitting member of the of the executive to or, or the, the sitting member of the of the assembly to nominate somebody. So forget that. We ain't doing that. And uh shot it down. So really and truly uh Dr. Israel was ended up being the only person nominated and seconded. So she's now the deputy chief secretary. Also, Farley Augustine said he's uh planning to take legal action against Watson Duke, who had been making some statements, asking Mr. Augustine or Augustine to uh, answer to some situations that seemed nefarious. Good morning, Mr. Ragobarsing. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago, and good morning to our listeners, wherever you are across the planet. But I think Farley Augustine is actually saying that he's going to sue Watson Duke for all of the claims of corruption and bribery that he said in that um, press conference um, slash meeting that he had. So he, Farley Augustine is saying that he has his lawyers 
reviewing the, the, the tape of what Watson Duke said, and they're going to deal with it. The ironic thing is, I saw, well, I, I saw Liz Williams, who's, um, who's a journalist with the Express and TV6, doing a live stream about the proceedings. And she initially said it was Kelvin Morris who nominated Watson Duke, but it wasn't Kelvin Morris. Apparently, it was somebody else. People keep saying it's some other PM person, which I don't understand at all. Why would somebody from the PM? Because they tried to nominate Watson Duke as a second contender. And the presiding officer struck it down and saying the person was not eligible to nominate or second anyone. So Dr. Israel ended up being the only eligible candidate and was subsequently appointed deputy chief secretary. But why would a PNM person nominate Watson Duke? I don't want why what where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know what the intent would be. Unless you're just looking to make confusion or keep because confusion. He's already resigned from the position anyway. Exactly. So I I mean when I saw it I said what? I nominate what is are there any other persons nominate? I nominate Watson Solomon Duke. Can we what? Yeah. Did he just resign? That that could only be mischief making, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. One attempt at mischief making. Mm -hmm. You know? So I d I, I don't understand why or what was the intention for that or where that came from. Clearly, it was mischief making, but it didn't succeed and uh Dr. Israel is now the deputy chief secretary and Watson Duke likened the situation the situation with uh Jesus Christ and Judas. I guess I, I, I we can only uh presume who he, who, who is uh aligning to the Judas role. But Farley Augustine said he's going to sue Mr. Duke, so let's see how that proceeds and the drama yeah. continues. Drama continues. Uh, well is also saying <clears> that um part of what he says well this is what he's putting out in the public arena at least. Um that that a lot of the the issues were he's saying um, being promoted by people who did not want him to bring to light an audit report. Um, he is saying, and according I'm reading from the article now, in January, Augustine ordered a forensic audit into several projects undertaken by the previous THA administration. He said in July that the preliminary report from the audit showed significant levels of corruption and come hell or high water, the, the report will be brought to the public's attention and the full view of the public come Thursday during the regular sitting of the Assembly Legislature. And when I give a much more comprehensive report on that audit, you will understand where not only do we have correlation, but where we have a direct causation of these noises. And he's talking about all the noises um, that you're hearing right now, I suppose, coming from whatever, whatever. I still don't understand that because if it's an audit of the Assembly's transactions in the previous administration, wasn't the previous administration run by the PNM? Yes, but he is suggesting that some of those players are pushing and sponsoring the, I guess, the distraction. Including involving Watson Duke? Yes, I guess that's what he's saying. Why would the PNM? What but is the allegiance? I'm not Farley Augustine. Well, I'm not You're asking you. I'm not You're asking you. I'm not asking you. I'm asking generally. 
Why? Asking a rhetorical question. I am asking a question for public consumption. Is that okay? Go ahead. It's only you are asking. I can ask Stephen too. Why would the PNM, as seems to be the implication, because the PNM is the, is the party that was in power in the assembly previous to the now installed PDP, uh, unless we're talking about the PDPs in its incarnation with the six six because that was a previous incarnation of this assembly before the 14 one right mm -hmm. that's the only other machination i can think of because uh there was a 6-6 before result and then there was a 14-1 result in any case the pdp was involved in both instances so even or the report is to show malfeasance or corruption before now this this iteration of the assembly involving the pdp or primarily involving the pnm how is that to be aligned with watson duke and his utterances and the confusion that has ensued is confusing to me but i guess we'll find out well if you'll find out on thursday that's when he says he's going to release the order well i have come i have come not to place too much faith in politicians and their promises of releasing evidence of corruption over the years i've i've heard a lot about allegations i've heard a lot of promises to release but not tonight i've heard a lot of um this one corrupt and that one corrupt and this one corrupt and very few trail to the end of actually identifying and bringing corrupt uh agencies or agents to justice so a lot of it is a lot of gun talk to receive this is different it may be i don't know mm. But, but, well, but connected to all of this now, you also had as a kind of side, and I don't want to say circus issue, but a side circus issue, let us call it that, where there was a threat of legal action to, to file an injunction against the THA appointing a deputy chief secretary um, on the claim that Watson Duke did not properly resign. Um, because there was some um, pre-action protocol letter sent by Freedom Chambers um, on behalf of a, a Tobago resident called Crystal, Crystal Fordis, Fordis, if that's how you pronounce it, um, stating that the resignation letter that was issued by Watson Duke, um, the THA's former Deputy Chief Sec, was invalid, null and void, and of no legal effect. Therefore, they conceded there was no position to be filled. So they sent that pre-action protocol letter was to the AG, I believe, and threatening to go to, to the High Court. Of course, nothing was done on the AG's part or anybody's else's part, including the THA. They proceeded, but there was no injunction filed. So Faith B. Israel is now the Deputy Chief Sec. Um, but I'm not so sure what that was about. What was the... What the, was the, the contention was that it was not sent to the President's I know, but what is the point of bringing up that issue? I don't know what it, because I guess for more disruption. So that what point? You resign, but they really resign. Well, I mean, people who want to create mischief want to create mischief. It might be you no know, any productive end game. It's just well, every stumbling block along the way to a smooth running assembly is the name of the game, clearly. 
some no, but if you're saying that if you're saying that that Watson Duke didn't properly resign and he therefore the logical um um end of that statement the logical conclusion on that statement is that you're saying that he's still the deputy chief well, and, well and, that, and, that, and that's so, what the legal charge will, will, will uh, yeah and if he's still the deputy chief um i'm not i'm not understanding what the end game is because if the man is saying i'm resigning as the deputy chief and and what's well the again the suggestion is that there's a legal procedure to go through appointment and resignation and mr duke apparently did not follow that according to them right from what i see now them going past that and they appoint dr israel and she's now the deputy chief and what's she's not the deputy that. chief yeah so uh, all the machinations of that forget it if they feel to take it to court they take it to court we'll see how it goes but and but there's a public news, document that what's new resign yeah well in other news you also had the issue of the the security guards that were shot and killed yesterday we discussed oh, it earlier you discussed it and the four bandits who were then killed by the police yeah um well according to the stories i think you really should say alleged bandits because you know um because we we don't know if it's the same people i assume it is well according to the newspapers the newspapers and media are treating it as if it is and i certainly saw a press release uh, not press a press conference with mcdonald jacob last night where he was intimating that was done that was what was done but the, but according to the newspaper the newspaper reports at least in one of the dailies today they're saying that they're not so sure what um if the police got the money that the four bandits would have robbed from the security guards well there were so there, the four died and apparently police have apprehended one so i think that was the sum total of the group who attempted to rob the pennywise outlet so if four yeah. died and police have one in custody the money has been secured quite anything tell them get rid in a car you would think yeah well you know, i mean uh, but according, according, to how it out, families. according to how it played out it was just so i mean they were obviously chasing the joint didn't care whether who died or who lived because they just sprayed bullets and that's how the two security officers died one is i i think um struggling um for his life and a, a schoolboy was also grazed by yeah. bullet and was treated from what the so, reports did they just put up instead of spray bullets at the at the 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 security vehicle taking away the money or attempting to take away the money to transport the money they just opened yeah. up and spray bullet didn't it wasn't about stop hand over the money it was about stop they stop spray bullet kill who and take the money that seemed yeah, to have yeah, been the yeah. i mean which is so callous you know very callous yeah so they're dead let them dead sorry i had to say that okay yeah no they're gonna investigate and somebody go stay the police had a right to apprehend them but at this point yeah, nah. Corn. and remember rachel bagundin who had died at the hand um i shouldn't say at the hands of she was attacked and mauled by an american bulldog american bully and well i think it was a family member if you remember that story well the owner of that killer dog is actually in police custody now and apparently was placed on an id parade yesterday in relation to an aspect of the investigation could face several charges including offenses in relation to 
Reparations Debt and Breach Breaches Concerning the Registering and Securing of the American Bully that was involved. Police officers are expected to approach the DPP with the file in the matter and investigations were supervised by Senior Superintendent Smith, ASP Jaikaran, and Inspector Morales and Phillips. Um, a dog under the Dog Control Act and an owner or the keeper of such a dog can face a fine or a term of imprisonment should the dog kill or cause the death of a person. Also under the Act, a Class A dog, which apparently American Bully is, um, comes under, is to be registered, licensed, insured, and trained. The Act adds that a person who owns or keeps a Class A dog shall ensure that that dog is kept properly secured by a fence or a wall which is constructed and maintained to prevent the escape of the dog. Well, Rachel died in the bedroom of a relative's home at Solomon Street in San Fernando on August 25th. She was watching television with her nine-year-old brother when the dog entered. Rachel pushed her brother from being bitten and told him to run. She ran into the bedroom and the dog followed her. The mother and uncle who alerted to the dog being in the house were unsuccessful in getting him away from Rachel was bitten on the face and neck she died in the room it was a very tragic situation i don't remember yes, that was. story paul it was very, very, tra very tragic she was basically mauled him to death on the ground and yeah but the father i believe is a pastor so the mother um was forgiving of the relative i, I remember reading that that she forgave him and you know well, well i suppose steeped in the in her faith um, she was saying God knows best, etc. Um, well, the the law is now activating on the issue, and he has been detained and is in police custody. I saw uh, uh, and a bit of information. I don't want to call it an expose. Uh, outlining the number of people killed by or mauled by dogs over the last ten years in Trinidad because it's quite startling actually how many of them don't come to light in the media because the person did not die but apparently people being attacked by dogs is quite common in the country and the ones we see on the front pages are, or any news outlets are the ones who die but the report uh really painted a a dire picture of people really not being as responsible as they should be with their animals their dogs yeah. Uh, and, I, have a friend, I have a very good friend who got attacked by a dog recently, mm -hmm. I mean, earlier this year. And because he was running, and yeah. basically what happened was in the area in which he was running in St. Joseph, the people had their gates open and the dogs came out. And as he was running past, they jumped him. And there were people, there were some guys, Spanish guys and Chinese, working by the corner of in, in the same street. And they ran to his assistance. Mm -hmm. And and he was and he was pretty upset with how the because the in other words they they will just wanted to give him a change of clothes and tell him to go to the hospital, but and but he was adamant that they had to carry him to the hospital and they had to carry him and he was very dissatisfied with how the owners of the dogs had dealt with the situation. Yeah, and yeah, he was just basically running on the road because he was, you know, he's very health conscious, so he was doing his daily morning jog or whatever, and that just happened. But, but, but even like, know. even like going for a run or a walk, the last Thursday I went for my evening walk as usual, and there was this guy 
walking his dog, a menacing looking pit bull. Uh, he had it on a short leash, but on the same running track as everybody else. I mean, to be fair to him, he removed the dog inside and people came. But if that dog starts to pull here and attack somebody, because those yeah. dogs are very strong, eh? very, very strong. Sometimes it's very difficult to contain them. And well, he's owners, walking with this menacing like dog. And I'm saying, but what is man, why this man choosing now when there's so many people around with their children to walk this dog? Yep, because owners like him believe that they're in control of the dog. Until the dog take off. Those dogs they believe, they believe people, you know. the dog is under con their control and, and they're confident that they're in control of the dog. And that's but 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 you're right, it, you're in a public space. And and is that the Arangway Savannah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are they allowed to walk dogs there? I don't think they are, you know. They're not allowed because there's a sign no dogs it's, or pets. Yeah, I know there's a sign that says that. Because remember I used to go on that savannah and I'm and I and at point you did see people with dogs, and I would be like, "Well, they're obviously ignoring the sign." I saw a couple of people with dogs, like when you're walking around, but they were obviously not dangerous-looking dogs, like what the one that you're suggesting. But but I suppose the sign is there for a reason because they know so many people are using it, and and some people have a a fear of dogs. Eh? No of matter, course. No matter how cuddly and how small. There's some people have that have an absolute phobia about dogs. Yeah, as, because they've had terrible experiences before. Yeah, and they they just don't like dogs. There's some people who just don't like dogs and fear them. And so you know you're you're trying to do a balancing act with all of the people who are going to use a facility. Um, but yeah, that issue of dogs and I mean, who grew up in Trinidad? Because first of all, Trinidad still has a lot of stray dogs. I was watching a set of stray dogs. They, they qualify as a gang under the Gang Act because there was about seven of them strolling around the neighborhood the other day. And I'm looking at all of them and they're very, you know, tell us something now. And they're strolling through the streets of Arima. Seven of them and I'm like, what does the Arima Borough Council do? Do they pay attention to these things? Do the people of the Arima Borough Council even live in Arima? Do they not see a gang of seven stray dogs, well, a pack of seven, I shouldn't say a gang, it's a pack, of seven stray dogs casually walking around and, and it's nothing? And then, so that when you see people walking down the road, people walking their dogs legitimately on an afternoon, people have to walk with a big stick because you don't know what stray dogs you're going to meet. What kind of quality of life is that? That doesn't upset anybody else but me. That they had to walk with a stick because you're walking your dog because you don't know what other dogs you're going to meet? Seriously? And it's the same way from when we were children or teenagers. I remember walking home from school and I used to have to pass a neighbor's house who didn't have a proper fence and you know that you had to deal with that stupid, disgusting, nasty dog every evening that you're walking home from school. The dog want to rush you. You had to pick up a stone or something to pelt at the dog. And it used to be a tense thing you, you, as you're walking home and you have to pass in front of that person's house that this dog will run out. Let me tell you, when the laws changed, we actually erected fences at the side of the house so that the dogs can't come to the front of the house. And exactly. this is like, this is six foot fences. You understand? Six yes. foot fences at the side so the dogs can't because, they, because I mean, the dogs 
can easily dogs can jump front fences and and even if they don't jump the fence they're very scary to the children passing because they growl at the children and come out of nowhere sometimes and it's very traumatic for children and adults so people need to take responsibility for their pets and i don't understand how people can be walking dogs in areas where people are exercising and walking with their children because those those bull terriers in particular are really menacing creatures to me they breed them to, to bite people because their head's so big and their jaws so big it's this one thing they're on their mind biting and clamping down so we see what happens with that case but the law has been up for so long now yeah but we see what it takes place but that issue of stray dogs is something that towns and villages and city centers have to deal with in a proper manner Get them, get those dogs to the TTS, PCA, whatever it is. But you need to deal with it. It can't be that you're walking around the street and you have to look out for dog poo because you don't know where this dog would have, you know, um, defecated and all kind of craziness as you walk through the streets of Arima. Seriously? Switching back to the story of Pennywise, I'm seeing something coming up in my feed. My feed. This is not verified news. That allegedly police are now in uh, interrogating a female who is alleged to be the mother of one of the bandits who apparently text according to this thing this report i have no verification of it that the van was leaving wow but clearly they had information either they case the joint or they were observing or they may have had information from inside because the coordination was too precise as to when the van was leaving with the money at, at that hour of the afternoon. So. So, anyway, in another story, which is kind of bizarre, a little bit bizarre, four men dressed in traditional Muslim women's wear ambushed and shot two men, killing one in Morva yesterday. Police said around 10.30 a.m., Keston Baldwin, 35, and another man, aged 37, were walking along Valley Road, Morva, to pick avocados when a silver Toyota Axio stopped alongside them and four men got out. Police said the killers were disguised as women in Muslim wear with face coverings, and the two victims paid them little attention until it was too late. After the four got out of the car, they suddenly drew guns and opened fire on Baldwin and the other man. Baldwin was killed on the spot after being shot multiple times about a body while the other man ran off. He collapsed on the road not far from where he was shot and was picked up by residents who took him to the Port of Spain General Hospital where he's being treated for multiple um, but not fatal gunshot injuries. The murder toll is now at 426 up to last night while the figure on this date last year was 280. So it's 426 at this point this year. Last year, that figure would have been 280. So it could show you, that in itself tells you the dramatic rise in the amount that, of murders this year. That could be a subject of our question this morning. Do you think they made a rate to break all records this year? Yeah. Because it's certainly according to the trends is heading toward breaking all records. So, you know, the, the, the objective is if police can curtail it, but I mean, police can't be everywhere and bandits seem to be in a, in a spate.
as I said earlier on, or as we said earlier on, expect more brazen robbery attempts this week with two big concerts in the, in the offerings on the Friday night. You know how that goes. We've seen the trends in the past. Big concerts mean more robberies very often. And, and so people need to be extra vigilant. There's also an increase in car thefts. A lot of them don't go reported. But they'll go reported in the media and the messy. You know? So it's very, very interesting. You know, a friend of mine's mother went to Costa Rica recently to teach mm-hmm. English to some girls in a convent. And Costa Rica has about 5 million people according to her. And she said, you know, we would think that we're so badly off compared to other territories in the regional territories. She said, but they have a lot of um, crime and murders in those territories, but they just don't report them because they don't want to frighten off tourists. And one, people don't report them because tourists are the lifeblood, and two, the media doesn't report them a lot because they want to have a pristine view of the island or the, the territory to sustain their tourist industry tourism industry well i've heard that before but i know i never know how true that is yeah but she said she stayed for a month so and the people she stayed with two other day there's a lot of crime and she stayed with two elderly people 75 and 80 year old husband and wife and she said they lived there all their lives and she said it's it's always been part of the status quo they don't report crimes a lot the people to the police and also the media because they want to maintain this pristine image of the jurisdiction because they're so heavily dependent on tourism. So, and I've heard this in other jurisdictions, they manage how much of the cultural as a very fervent media fraternity. Yeah? We have three major newspapers, 38 radio stations, uh, three free to air TV stations, several online um, digital TV stations. So, we have a really, really fervent media fraternity in a small jurisdiction of 1.4. Or 1.35 million, depending who you, who, you, who you talk to, you know, kind of thing. So, quite interesting. You have newspapers, I see your quoting. That's I do, I do. All I right. Do so, before you get into the headlines, Rich, let me just take a quick break. Be right back. On September 18th, enjoy brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. That's right, you can enjoy a variety of delicious local and international dishes, inclusive of omelette station, eggs benedicts, local chokers, chicken strips, pancake poppers, fruits, healthy, freshly made smoothies, and much, much more. Brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. Special mm. conditions apply. That's a deal. All right, headlines, gentlemen. All right, so I'll start with the Daily Express for today. And on the front page of the Express, um, it's a, of course, it's concerning that Pennywise robbery in Laramie. Pennywise robbery, two guards shot dead. Cops kill four suspects. And, of course, the, well, that's the main headline. Um, and there is a picture of the crime scene. Then they also have another subheadline, THA picks faith. Sworn in as Deputy Chief Secretary to the Big House of Assembly, um, Chief Secretary Farley Augustine congratulates Dr. Faith B. Israel on her election as THA Deputy Chief Sec 
at President's House in St. Anne's yesterday. And on the back page of the Trinidad and Tobago Daily Express today, um, farewell, beloved queen. It's almost like a wraparound, but of course, but it's not really. But the back page is um, 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 several pictures um, that that uh, celebrate the life of Queen Elizabeth II in terms of looking at the farewell that took place yesterday. So there are several pictures of that farewell. And Wendy's women lose rain-affected first ODI. Moving straight along to the Trinidad and Tobago Newsday today, on the front page, the Newsday, cops, shooters wore female clothing, gunwomen killed two. Well, well, they're saying killed two in the, the other daily when I read that, that news story concerning the four bandits dressed as Muslim women. Uh, they said one was... Um, being treated, but this daily newspaper is saying can women kill two. Um, so that's the main headline. Faith sworn in as deputy chief sec. The main picture, of course, is the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II draped in a royal standard and adorned with the imperial state crown and the sovereign's orb and scepter um, arrives at St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle for the committal service on Monday. So that's the picture main picture accompanying those other stories that are not related on the back page of the newsday pollard hopes tkr regain momentum in guyana we have to adapt new zealand women defeat wendy's in first odi so that's it for the newsday moving along to the trinidad and tobago guardian for today on the front page deadly robbery two guards killed in pennywise heist Four bandits later cornered by cops at house shot dead. And they have two, the pictures of the two security guards who have been murdered. Um, I mean, it's so tragic and sad that families have to endure this seeming crime, crime wave of murders throughout Trinidad and Tobago. It's just tragic. So there are other pictures of that scene. The only sub-headline on, on the front page of The Guardian is Farley threatens Duke with defamation lawsuit. And on the back page of the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian, it's also um, uh, like an ode to Queen Elizabeth II with lots of pictures on the ceremony yesterday. Queen buried next to husband. Family members say last goodbye in private ceremony at Windsor. And that's it for our three dailies this morning. All right. Thank you so much, Richie Rich. Of course, um, uh, we'll come up with our morning poll right after this. On September 18th, enjoy brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. Brunch time runs from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Kids five and under, accompanied by an adult, eat for free. <laughs> So bring the entire family and enjoy in this delicious feast every Sunday at the Cascadia Hotel. Don't miss out. Call 235-4554 and make your reservation now. Brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. Special conditions apply. On Republic Day, we celebrate TT. 
Wear your national colors with pride as we head to Library Corner San Fernando for an evening of live music action with the big band A-Team alongside Patrice Roberts. I go drink water and mind my business. From Manami. kicks off at 5 p.m. Admission is absolutely free. free. So come out with your family as we celebrate TT. Follow us at Forging Forward TT on Facebook and Instagram for more details. Celebrate TT Republic Day as we head to Library Corner San Fernando where we're your national colors. Mm-hmm. All right, let me give you the results of our poll from yesterday. Yesterday we asked, do you think David Lee should resign as opposition member of parliament for point of peer given the charges laid against him? A lot of votes on this one's pretty close. 58%, 5 said yes. Mm. All right, let's get into this morning's poll. I know Paul had one there just now. Hello? Well, mm-hmm. do you think Trinidad and Tobago will see a record number of murders this, at the, by the end of 2022? Yeah, but I, I just phrased it a little differently. I just said, do you think the murder rate this year is going to break all records? The That's same thing. A yeah. good one. That's yeah. a good one. It's the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the poll this morning. It's concerning the murder rate. This year, it's already at 426 in comparison to last year, which where at this point last year, we were at 280. This year, we are at 426 already. So do you think the murder rate this year is going to break all records? That's our poll this morning. What do you think? All right. <clears throat> or do you think that you know the police are going to get a handle of it and they're going to stop it in its tracks? I don't know. So what do you think? Do you think it's going to break all records? Or do you think no, it's not? Two to two talk. Two to two eight two five five. North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And of course, people on the web or the app, you know what to do in terms of sending your vote. Um. So that's our poll this morning. Do you think the murder rate this year? Is going to break all records, yes or no? All right. Of course, you tell us your answer via our mobile app or our website at power12fm.com, or you can call us directly in the studio, 222 8255. All right. Or toll free, North American, it's toll free, said 866 525 1099. As you enjoy the last day of summer, you North Americans, you head into the fall jacket time good morning to central animal lover um tashani good morning yes katie good morning kudos to the well-trained police force who managed to stop them even though they were outgunned yeah kudos to the tdps all right so let's get those votes going um let's see do i have any here all right do you think the murder rate this year is going to break all records that's our poll. Yeah, simple, simple to the point. Um, good morning, Rena Budu Jennings. Good morning to Rampage. Uh, let's see. Suan, good morning. Trevor, good morning. Trev, Trev says yes. Suan says yes. Renu Halasi, 
Um, good morning, DJ Ray. You didn't vote, Renu. Okay. Big guy says, yes, of course. Beefy Smith, who came off the gate first thing yesterday, said yes. Okay. Renu now says yes. Uh, Stretch says no. I just hope we can quit the negative outlooks. Piggy Lou is in the house. Good morning, Piggy Lou says no. All right. What says you, caller? Good morning. Morning. Um, I'm sorry that I have to say that, but um, no to the poll, unfortunately. All right. Thank you, Sonny. San Fernando no. says what, no. What Sonny said? He said no. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, CJ from New York. Yes. And great job by the TTPS. Indeed. I'll still get a hold of the commissioner. Yes, we should have. I didn't congratulate the TDPS. Yeah, yeah. I was actually trying to get on to the commissioner. I didn't get him. Um, Malik. Good job, TDPS. Yeah, okay. Ish out in Malik says yes, of course. Mugins um, out in Aruka says good morning, gentlemen. Condolences to the security officer families. Yes, indeed. Condolences. And yes to the poll. The amount of illegal firearms in Trinidad and Tobago is alarming. All right, thank you, Mo Gaines. 222-8255, toll-free, North Americans, 866-525-1099. All right, that's our poll. Do you think Trinidad and Tobago's murder rate this year will be a new record? Do you think it'll break the old record? What do you think? All right, call us right now. Give us a hit on our app, our mobile app, or on our website, power12fm.com. Just look for message. You'll see it. Uh, Carol Guevara says, unfortunately, yes. Long Islander also says, unfortunately, yes. Uh, Melissa out in Champlain. Good morning, Melissa. I uh, hope all is well with you and the baby, the family. Um, yes to the poll. All right, thank you, Melicia. Let's see, let's see. All right. Do you think the moderator will set a new record? Yes or no? For 2022? Hmm. I don't know why. I just place. I just got the two to two talk two to two eight two five five eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Of course, that's a toll free number for North Americans. People on the web and the app, you can also vote by the messaging portal and those respective platforms. So, do you think that the murder rate this year is going to break all records? That's our poll this morning. Mm-hmm. What says you? Do you think that it's going to break all records? It's kind of gloomy. If it does, I mean, it's already gloomy because it's 426 this year at this point already in comparison to 280 last year when, I mean, for a country of 1.4 million people, you should really only have one or two murders a year, if any at mm-hmm. all. St. Kitts um, only has two murders for the year already. And that was because our family was fighting. Well, I St. Kitts and how much people they have? 300? I'm talking no, about I a piece of 1.4 million I think they have 50-something thousand, somewhere around there. So we are 1.4 million. Exactly. Let's grab this call. Good morning, sleepiest person in the world. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, unfortunately, I have to say yes, if they go on, so continue. All right, Zina, yes. thank you very much for your very energized response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Richard, you're wicked, you know. You're really wicked. Let's see. Got any more votes? I got Chris M. Chris M. says yes to the poll. Lorna. Good morning, Lorna. Most certainly. All right. Thank you. All right. 222-8255. North Americans. Enjoying the last day of summer. 866-525-1099. Do you think Trent Tobago's murder rate this year will be a new record? What do you think? What do you think? Here comes Sloopy. Sloopy is in the studio. Oh, boy. You all don't know what I have to do when these mics are off at AV. You, know, you all really don't know. I try to get HR involved. They laugh. Do you see what I mean? She called me Greg. <laughs> Grab this call, yes. Good morning. Hi, morning, guys. Um, I think, yes, we are well on our way to um, surpassing that record. I was talking to a cousin who lives in the state of Alberta, Canada. And what he was telling me was that in the state of Alberta, with a population of 4 million people, the murder rate for the year so far has just been at about 67. Go figure. And quickly to Richard, on the case of the pit bulls, this is as a direct consequence of the high crime levels we have in this country. The amount of people that own pit bulls and, 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 and that sort of thing. And underneath all of that lies a subculture where there are some people who just own pit bulls merely for the uh, 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 ego boost. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, they yep. don't necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, pay attention to the structural systems that need to be in place to properly house these animals. But on a large scale... Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.